This podcast contains discussion about adult topics. Use your judgment if there are little ears around. Welcome to Doing It. This is a podcast made by Family Planning Victoria to help parents and carers of school-aged children to understand more about relationships and sexuality education. This episode is the second in a series of three episodes recorded with 1-800-MY-OPTIONS. If you haven't listened to the previous episode on contraception, I suggest you go back and have a listen. 1-800-MY-OPTIONS is a free, confidential and independent phone service that provides information and pathways to sexual health and reproductive health services, such as abortion, contraception, pregnancy options and STI testing. This is a fantastic service, so helpful for young people and particularly young women in Victoria to know about. There are many myths and misconceptions that they are able to help callers understand. In this episode, we're going to find out what people ask about abortion. Kath from 1-800-MY-OPTIONS, thank you so much for talking to me about abortion. It's a pleasure. So you have expertise in answering lots of questions about abortions because people ring uh, your service. Yes, correct. And the vast majority of our callers are asking about abortion. So that is the bulk of what we end up doing on a daily basis. Uh, I think probably because of a lot of what we're going to talk about today around myths and confusion, um, it's a, a tricky thing to, to iron out sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. So it'd be really interesting to hear what is uh, what are common questions that people ask. Um, so what myths or misconceptions do people have about abortion? Some of the main ones are around when it's possible to access an abortion um, in Victoria. Each state has different laws around abortion and termination. Um, So here in Victoria, um, abortions are safe and freely available, well, available up until 24 weeks. Um, After that point, they're pretty rare and only in relation to um, medical need. So we only are able to help callers up to 24 weeks then it depend depending on where the the caller is at in their in their um, pregnancy we will be able to offer different options for them to access another thing that we get a lot of calls around is um, or a lot of questions around is whether they're dangerous or um, painful for the most part the information we give is that they're incredibly safe um, procedure incredibly common procedure and quite quick and and simple and that usually alleviates a lot of concerns that people have. We've all heard horror stories. We've all seen terrible things on the television. Yeah, I uh, think that's true. And young people especially get confused about where laws and um, information about procedures come from and they get it mixed up with American laws. Absolutely, yeah. We definitely hear that a lot. Um, another myth or concern that people have is around being forced to have an ultrasound and to see the baby um, or being forced to, you know, um, have counselling before they can have the abortion. We, we can offer counselling to anyone who's interested. You know, we can, we can connect callers with those people, uh, with those professionals, if that's what they're after. However, if the person has made the decision, which is the vast majority, majority of our callers they don't need to have counselling if that's not something that they're interested in. In terms of the ultrasound on the other hand for um, terminations it is actually a medical necessity to have the ultrasound it's not about um, making anyone feel guilty or bad about their decision it's actually just making sure that the pregnancy is developing in in the uterus in the right place and so that they the doctors can choose the right procedure for an individual. Other things that's particularly young people um, want to want to know about is whether or not their parents need to know, or whether or not there's any barriers to to them accessing a termination. 
much like the sexual health conversation that you've had with Emily, um, there's no need for parents to, to know if the individual is deemed um, to be able to make the decision for themselves. The only time when anyone else other than the patient and the doctor might need to know is if there's a concern about safety. Obviously, if someone's pregnant, they've had sex. And so sometimes there might be some laws that come into play around making sure that the person is safe and that that hasn't happened in a way that isn't legal or safe. What are the most common questions that you get? Probably two questions that come up most commonly. Um, the first being, um, what what is an abortion? What's going to happen? And in that case, in Victoria, callers can access two different types of abortion. The first being a medication abortion, which is two pills. They can be accessed up to nine weeks. And actually, that is, that's the majority. majority of our callers are, are less than nine weeks. So the vast majority of the people we are um, offering medication abortion to. And that's the one that your local GP potentially help you with if they've done the training, as well as other um, clinics and hospitals and that sort of thing. The other type is a surgical termination, which is the one that most people would be probably more familiar with from a um, cultural perspective or, you know, TV, etc. It's a really quick procedure, it's only about 15 minutes. It does require a general anaesthetic and that's done at hospitals and some private clinics. And then again, there are some GPs who do it, but they'll do it at the local hospital, not, you know, in their surgery. The other question we get a lot is how much is it going to cost me? That's a really hard question to answer because the reality is that everyone charges something different. The good news is that for a lot of our callers, we can find a free or very low cost option, especially if they have a healthcare card. If they're experiencing that kind of financial insecurity, we are usually able to find um, somewhere that's going to be able to help them out for free or for you know less than $100. Then basically the cost essentially goes up with the gestation. So the earlier, the cheaper. For, for want of a better phrase, except for those terminations that are happening in public hospitals, which then again would be free. And then another question we get asked is um, quite often around protesters and whether or not the, um, the person is going to come into contact with protesters outside clinics. For the vast majority of our callers, this isn't a problem because we actually refer them to a GP who does all the normal things that GPs do. And so the, the person um, will be sitting in an office, just a normal GP office, and no one would have any idea why they might be there. For those callers who do get referred to some of the private clinics that specialise in termination, it used to be that protesters were around, but in Victoria we have some great um, laws now which prevent them from being able to um, stand outside these clinics and harass people. That's no longer an issue that, that people have to worry mm, about here in Victoria. reassuring, um, I imagine. Uh, what concerns do people have about their bodies or their mental health if they're choosing an abortion procedure? Yeah, so a lot of concerns about fertility and whether or not this, this procedure is going to impact on their future fertility. And the answer to that is essentially there's no evidence that um, abortions impact on fertility in the future. Um, like I said before, they're, they're some of the safest procedures that we have and they're, they're really, really common. We're talking about millions across the world every day. So it's, it's something that no one really needs to be too concerned about. In terms of future issues with miscarriages, again, there's it's a really safe procedure that, that's been um, perfected essentially by, by our wonderful medical professionals. And another one that we get occasionally is breast cancer. Is it going to cause breast cancer? And no, there's absolutely no link between termination and breast cancer. In terms of trauma or mental health issues, to be honest, we actually don't get as many 
as many questions about about that as um, some people might worry. It really, I think, because by the time somebody has called our service, they they mostly know what it is they're looking for, and if they're not sure, it's they're looking for a counsellor, and we're able to hook them up with that person, and they're they're qualified professionals who are really able to talk through those issues. We definitely get people who are upset when they call. It might be they're calling because they have a wanted pregnancy and they're having to get a termination, and it's not actually what they want, but it, it's it's a you know a medical necessity and so that can be really upsetting for anyone like you can imagine it also might be that they feel shame and they're worried about why this has happened to them and they should know better or you know it shouldn't have happened to them and most of the time we're able to alleviate that concern by by reminding the caller that we exist as a service to receive calls from people every day who need this support and need the service so we sit at the phones and you know how many we're up to 14,000 calls at this stage, um, like I said, the vast majority of which are around termination. Yeah, that's um, really echoed by the medical staff here that um, generally there's a feeling of relief about having the procedure and making that decision, whereas the stereotype is that there'll be a lot of distress and it's something you'll carry with you for the rest of your life and as a difficult, terrible decision and it, that's not necessarily true. It's it's does definitely is not played out in the, the conversations that we have every day. It, you know, the, there might be concerns, but then the most people are just relieved that the service exists and they're able to access access termination in Victoria relatively easily and mm. cheaply as well. Mm. Um, and the statistic we have is actually that one in four women will access a termination in their lifetime. What are the myths around who gets abortions? Yeah, well, irresponsible teenagers um, is the main myth about who gets abortions. And um, as we know at 1800, that is absolutely not the case. Um, We get calls from all different age groups, people who are partnered, not partnered, who've already had families and, you know, don't want to expand their families any further. People who have recently divorced and have just started a new relationship or recently separated and just started a new relationship, maybe are still figuring out their contraception options and, you know, this has accidentally happened happened we get callers with wanted pregnancies who have genetic conditions that means that they are um, needing to terminate or who are suffering from hyperemesis and are just unable to continue the pregnancy and and who you know have to make the decision for that reason we get callers you know from every possible background social group economic condition everything because it's not something you just know how to do when you get older it's going to be a new experience absolutely um, not and I mean that's certainly the the comment that we get a lot from a lot of our older partnered people who have families already they're just like I don't know I've, I've only ever you know th- thought about family planning or this sort of thing from a perspective of my you know growing a family but now that I've realized actually no this is the time that I don't want to have any more children, Mm. I don't know what to do. I don't know who to go to. Um, And even they often have that misconception that it's only teenagers who, you know, who get terminations. What other sorts of worries do callers have? Um, Shame. I think I already mentioned that. And there's a few people who have that. Some of of our callers take a couple of minutes to get around to the point when we first answer the phone. And it's a real joy to be able to reassure people that what they're doing is nothing to be ashamed of. It's something that we get callers, you know, every single day. There's some sort of it's going to be gory or it's going to be something that they see or that they experience that's really unpleasant and again it's a less common question but there's certainly we are very regularly asked what the actual process is so that people can feel comfortable about what 
you know, they're going to see or what they're going to hear or what it's going to be like. Do people generally call about abortion when they're in distress? It wouldn't be the majority. There certainly are people in distress who call, not by far, definitely not the majority. And um, those people, we are usually able to to talk to them in a way that helps them to feel confident and comfortable and, and to be less distressed about things. Like I said, probably the most common example of of people in distress are when there is a wanted pregnancy that's unfortunately needing to be terminated for medical reasons. What do you think people would do if they couldn't find out accurate health information about abortion? Well they'd uh, probably do some googling that wouldn't necessarily end in the right place which can be unfortunate. Sadly some of this shame or, or stigma that we're talking about our medical professionals also experience and so um, a lot of people might be shocked that their their local GP that they go to for their kids' colds also is able to provide a termination. Those doctors very rarely advertise that on their websites. So one of the things that would happen um, is that people wouldn't be able to find that out. You know, that'd be a real shame because it's it's a really wonderful service that local GPs are able to provide if they've done that training. And it's hugely, you know, a huge relief for a lot of people to know that they can actually just go down the street to where they always go. Mm. Do you think that people inquiring about abortion have already decided that that's what they want? The majority have, but like I said before, we also refer to counsellors who can provide non-directive options counselling, and we do. We, you know, that's a not irregular. It's a fairly regular um, call that we get, and it might be an addition. So we might get a caller who's pretty sure. So we'll give them the numbers they need for the termination, but we'll also give them a couple of counsellors for in case they, you know, they decide that they do want to have a chat about it. Most people who call wanting to talk to a counsellor call and say that that's what they're looking for. They specifically ask. They say, I'm pregnant. I don't know what to do. I need to talk to somebody about my options. And so it's a really easy process as, appo- as opposed to the callers who say, I'm pregnant and I, and I want an abortion. Mm. Um, so they may not have decided whether or not they want to continue the pregnancy or have an abortion when they call us, but they have decided what service they need when they call us mostly. Yeah, so interesting. This is obviously a Victorian service. Do you think the questions would be universal to Australia and internationally? I'd, I'd say so. We do get callers from interstate. Unfortunately, we can't help them a huge amount. We just have to refer them to their local state service, usually family planning. And then they, you know, we sort of have to send them on their way. Um, I suspect that the the calls that we get and the questions that we get are internationally universal. I think the the experience, and I think if we look at the international literature, the experience of needing access to safe, affordable pregnancy um, and abortion services is something that is universally needed across the world. And one day we'll take over 1-800-MY-OPTIONS-INTERNATIONAL. I look forward to that. Thank you so much, Kath, for talking to me. Pleasure. Thank you to Kath for talking with me about abortion. Both Family Planning Victoria and 1800 My Options have lots of information about abortion on their websites. We've also made a previous episode on abortion recorded with an FPV doctor. Next up in your podcast feed will be more from 1800 My Options. They will be talking about sexual health. Resources to look up, you can visit www.1800myoptions.org.au for contact details and information. Call 1800 My Options on 1800 696 784. For more information about Family Planning Victoria, go to fpv.org.au. You can follow FPV on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter. Contact us directly at doingit at fpv.org.au. 
subscribe to the podcast, like it. Thank you so much for listening.